Hello and welcome to the Inner Know podcast with Janelle Bridge, where we talk about everything spiritual development. Let's go. Hello, my loves, and welcome back to my podcast. As I've hit record, one of my neighbors has decided to start like with a sniffering. So I hope that you can't hear it. My microphone does have a pretty great noise blocker, but I'm feeling quite passionate and called to talk to you guys after a couple of days off. So today, what I want to talk to you about is owning who you are in full. Okay. And one of the reasons I want to talk about this is through some recent events, which I'm going to dive into in a moment but because it's highlighted the importance of self-acceptance once again for me. So when it comes to, I guess, loving yourself, often a lot of my clients think, oh, I have to, I have to just ramp up the self-love. I have to love myself. I have to love myself more. But self-love, you know, I feel like it's not always the answer. I feel like sometimes the answer is about self-acceptance and self-trust rather than self-love. And when I talk about self-acceptance, you know, when we're in a relationship, we can't say that we love every single thing about our partners because they're guaranteed, right? If you've been together more than six months, I do not want to hear you (laughs) tell me that you love everything about your partner because you don't. It's not possible. You also don't love everything about your children. You don't. (laughs) We love them. The good outweighs the bad. But there are some things that drive us bonkers, right? So if we look at these people that we love with our whole heart, that we love the most, there are still things that frustrate us. There are still things that we would change, right? But we accept them as they are and we love them regardless. So self-love isn't about loving and being super proud of every single aspect of who you are, but it's about accepting your humanness. It's about accepting who you are. It's about accepting mistakes that you've made. And it's about it being accepting of your human journey. Yeah. Accountability is, and um, what word am I looking for here? <laughs> when I get passionate, I lose my word sometimes. Accountability and self-awareness are so attractive. They are such attractive features for me personally, because I think, fuck yeah, I will converse with anyone who owns their shit, regardless of what they've done. And there's room for forgiveness in every single way when someone is self-aware. So self-awareness and self-acceptance, I feel, are the catalyst for self-love. Now, when it comes to owning who we are in full, often we are only willing to own the parts of us that are seen as worthy or the parts of us that we are truly proud of or the parts of us that are externally validated. So the love and light or the kindness or the forgiveness or the supportiveness or whatever it is, you know, all of that kind of stuff. The loving nature, not the wounds, not the triggers, not the ways in which we fuck up. Part of who I am, part of my medicine on this planet is to show up real, is to show up raw is to speak my truth and the reason that I overshare (laughs) with you guys sometimes is that when we're scrolling through a perfect Instagram feed and we see someone share their real life moment we get this sense of fuck me thank god thank god someone else is having a bit of a rough time here regardless of whether we believe that we do or we don't We view our life and we compare our life through the lens of social media, if we're on social media, through the lens of how we feel it should be undertaken. Now, I'm going to share a story with you guys because I do believe that it's very linked to this topic of owning who we are in full. 
I had a student in one of my spaces, my sacred spaces, um, cultivated quite a good working relationship with her. And I posted about a year ago now on my social media about intuitive parenting and about through my journey, my own journey as the parent of a neurodivergent children, what I had learned. And one of those slides was around honoring my inner knowing above all else, above teachers, above pediatricians, above medical professionals, above all else. Now, that's not to say, and I explained this in my post, that's not to say that I disregard the opinions of people who are highly trained. Not at all. But if they share something with me that does not feel right in my tummy, in my womb, in my heart space, in my inner knowing, then it ain't going to happen for my child. For example, being told that my child needed to be medicated to attend school when we'd been through medications and we had really adverse effects. Had my own child telling me that he didn't feel like himself, that he felt like a part of him died when he took that medication no thank you. There are times, there are very real times, especially in a parenting journey, but even in just a life journey, human journey, where we go, no, that doesn't feel right to me. And I'm not going to do that. And that's what I've done numerous times along my parenting journey. Anyway, this woman came on, um, she basically told me I was being very irresponsible by sharing that information. And I respectfully responded that this is, this is here to take what, you know, Take what resonates, leave what doesn't. This is my page. This is my opinion. This is my journey. This is my medicine. And had I have been able to read a post like my own when I was in the guts of that journey, when I was being led by only the external opinions of others, that would have saved me from making a few mistakes with my child that I regret. One of those is medication. I I don't judge anybody who medicates, but for us, it wasn't the right right thing. It wasn't the right thing to do for our child. At the time I thought it was, I didn't check in with my internal compass. Anyway, so I was having a respectful debate. She started to become very disrespectful. And because she was essentially pointing fingers, I guess, at the parents of neurodivergent children from a teacher's perspective, um, someone who I'm quite close to responded to her and and put her back in her place. Um, I think my mom also responded and said, get off the page or something like that then. I could see it was becoming quite heated. So I kind of said, hey, I'm going to delete delete this comment thread because my it's getting a bit nasty in here and that's not what my page is about. And I deleted and then she commented again and I went, okay, I'm, I'm actually going to block you because you're speaking aggressively and it's not the place for it. And it's my page, right? So I can fucking do what I want. It's my page, whatever. Anyway, so removed her from the page. That was all fine. And then a barrage of emails started. (laughs) And because this person was a student of mine, because we had cultivated quite a good relationship, you know, I'd seen her, she'd been to a woman's circle in my home. I'd seen her down um, down at the river with my kids and things like that, accidentally bumped into each other. We'd have conversations, things like that. It's always available for her for Instagram DMs and, and all that kind of thing. I had started a group mentorship where I sent out an email inviting anybody who would like to join my group mentorship, who'd been through, through, you know, to continue on. Um, and it went to her. This was before any of this had happened, which is fine. And um, so the resp- I had a reply to that email after all of this had happened. And it was essentially, part of me wants to just jump on here and read the emails. 
part of me is also being very cautious of not outing this person and not making this person feel bad because that's not what I'm speaking into this about. But the content of this emails was essentially, you're trying to sell to me in this email and that's gross. (laughs) When I am a psychic mediumship mentor, I am a coach and that is what supports my family. It's also my passion. And we're allowed to be paid for our passion and we're allowed to sell our services, particularly when we know how helpful they are to other people. Anyway, um, the contents of the email were essentially really talking about me being a terrible person, um, me not being who I claim to be, me not being authentic. Um, I had shared a story I'd been on holiday about a month before with my kids and we had some ups and downs and ended up spending a day in Sydney in a really terrible hotel that wasn't close to anything and we couldn't hire a car because I didn't have a physical bank card with me I do everything on my phone anyway I posted a selfie like to my Instagram story going hey posting this to keep it real because we see everybody's happy holiday snacks today has broken me today has been Seb melting down Adabelle melting down me melting down and that's the reality of holidays with children The reason I post things like that is because if you're on holiday and your kids are fucking breaking your soul, right? And you see a post from someone else like that, you go, oh my God, thank God it's not just me. It's about connection. It's about villages. That's what we need to raise children. That's what we need to get through as humans. We need our villages. Anyway, um, I'm sorry you cried on holidays. I'm sorry you worked while you're on holiday. (laughs) I did a course. I, I taught one night from our holiday, which my income pays for our holiday. My income solely paid for our family holiday. Um, I taught for 90 minutes while my husband and my kids were in the pool below me on one night of our holidays. Um, you know, I'm not going to listen to anything that you say because I know that you didn't get vaccinated yet you attended events where everyone else got vaccinated and that's disgusting and that has no integrity. (laughs) And there was just on and on and on and on and on and on. And I responded politely. And then there was another one and another one and another one to the point that I went, I'm respectfully asking you to never contact me again and if you do I'll get the police involved because it was continual blocked on socials blocked on phone blocked on email anyway she disappeared but she came back yesterday and she messages one of my best friends in the entire world and for sharing a story of me saying she's proud of me and questioning her own integrity when she wouldn't agree (laughs) that I'm a terrible person questioning her own integrity and um genuinity and essentially trying to smear campaign her or trying to belittle her into taking her side. And when I read the emails a year ago, I was pretty upset. I was pretty upset that somebody could have such a close undertaking with me but still see me in that light. But when I reread them now, I'm not going to lie, it does promote a fire in my belly. It did promote a fire in my belly when I realized that now this person one year later is still eyes on me, is reaching out to other people and talking about me. And I kind of go, wow, that's really icky. But I also go, wow, reading through these emails, I will happily publish them. There is nothing in these emails that I haven't spoken to you guys about. There's nothing in these emails that I am apologetic for. 
And, you know, I own myself in full. So does that mean all of my decisions are perfect? Fuck no. Does that mean I can't be a bitch? Fuck no. Does that mean that I parent perfectly on a daily basis? Absolutely fucking not. But I own that and I own that in full. And the reason that I own that in full is because it allows you guys to own it in full. It allows you to have a real fucking human journey, right? It allows you to know that you are lovable, even if your house is messy. Even if you decided that you didn't want to get a COVID vaccination because it went against your fucking inner knowing. And I'm so glad I didn't. I'm so fucking glad I didn't. Yeah. I will stand up and say, I attended my brother's wedding when I was supposed to be vaccinated and I chose not to be vaccinated, but I also chose not to miss my brother's wedding. And I stand in full integrity and full pride and honor in myself for both of those decisions. That's who I am. That's who I am. I stand in honor of posting when I'm struggling on social media because that allows you to also feel in honor when you're a fucking human being. And you break. And so I share this with you. I share the contents of this. And they went on and they went on and they went on and they went on. Um, The messages that she sent to my friend, she has acknowledged that she taught my son in grade prep, uh, which I think is an absolute breach of confidentiality, privacy, um, all of it. Hilariously enough, the person that she messaged knows every single thing there is to know about me and loves me regardless, probably because of (laughs) everything that she knows about me. There's nothing in this world that I wouldn't want her to know. Um, But I just, I share this with you because I can even reflect upon my growth since receiving those emails a year ago and rereading them now. And people are going to come for you. And I've spoken about this previously in the last couple of episodes. And it's really strongly my messaging at the moment is people are going to come for you. If you trigger someone, if you have a different belief to someone else, they're going to come for you and they're going to try and make you look like a bad person or they're going to shoot you down. And what this episode is about is owning, owning all parts of you, even the messy parts, even the ugly parts, you know, owning fucking all of that. And knowing by having that on show, you take away someone else's power to go, oh, what about that time? Yeah, cool. I've already fucking spoken about it. I've used that as medicine to teach my collective that listens to me. And I share this all the time. There is nothing that is not an open book for me. There is nothing that I will not share with you guys. Nothing. You deserve to be seen in full. You deserve to be accepted in full. You deserve to be loved in full. And so does this person sending me these emails. That will never be from me. (laughs) That ship has sailed. That door is closed. That door is dead bolted shut. Dead bolted shut. But you deserve to be loved in full. Every single person deserves to be loved in full. Every single person deserves to share whatever part of them they want to. And Brene Brown talks about shame can only survive in the darkness. So when we hide our stories, when we have secrets, when we don't share our struggles, our past, our mistakes or any of that, they're in the darkness and shame lives in the dark. When we shine a light on that dark and dingy cupboard that holds our shame, that shame dies. That shame dies. And there's nothing in this world that isn't forgivable. And that's really what I preach within my coaching as well. So, you know, um, I know this is a little bit cryptic because I'm not publishing the emails and I'm not speaking in depth about who the person is, but I share this story with you so that you stop giving a fuck what people think about you. Stop basing your opinion of yourself on what some person (laughs) thinks about you, on what some person can cultivate through the idea of their imagination, through the filtration system of their own bullshit, 
we see every single person in our life through our own filtration system, through our own viewpoint of what we can understand, of what we know to be true. Therefore, it actually doesn't fucking matter what anyone else thinks of you. This is why I want you to love yourself in full. This is why my coaching mission is to have you accept yourself in full. The scared parts, the fearful parts, the angry parts, the lonely parts, all of it. All of it. All of it is you. All of it exists within you. All of it is worthy of love. But don't use it as as an excuse to be an asshole. (laughs) Self-awareness is key. I hope this is helpful, my loves. Love to hear your thoughts on it. Hey, if you haven't left me a review, please do so. I love, love, love seeing that notification come through. I'll be back to talk to you again soon. Um, Please don't feel you need to reach out and say, I'm sorry that happened to you. It's absolutely fine. I'm absolutely okay with it. I just wanted to share with you guys that, you know, we need to own who we are in full. And when we own who we are in full, these types of things, they have no power over us. There is no power in that. Have a beautiful day, my loves. Bye.